I'm Tanya, and this is the Page of My Diary podcast, where I will be talking about past and current events and life experiences. And let's get right into it. So I have taken a little hiatus. I haven't posted a, a podcast for Page of My Diary since last month in October. And really the main reason I did that, this is just me updating you all before we get into the topic. Um... I've been busy um, with a podcast that I am doing with my sister. It's called The Misunderstood Podcast, Misunderstood Podcast, and I'm so excited about it. It's it's going really well. It's me and Genesis. We co-host, and we post a monthly podcast just giving our unpopular opinions on all different types of topics, and I think we're on our eighth episode as, as we speak, and I'm just so excited. It's a weekly podcast. So, you know, it takes time to record it, edit, upload, and all that. And also, I, as I've stated before, I'm back in graduate school, um, which is way harder than I expected. Like, I really went into it, I don't know why, thinking it was going to be just a piece of cake like um, undergrad. And no, you really have to learn. <laughs> like, you really have to read, write, and take your time. And so, I just... I haven't, I just really haven't had time to focus on a page of my diary podcast. So I took like a little hiatus, but school is um, almost over for me. One of my classes is already ended and then I have two finals to take. So I'll have more time to record podcasts and do all that. And then I'm also, because my YouTube channel is so small and we're still so small, I'm just trying different things and I'm seeing what works for me and what doesn't work for me. I know that I had a family member to let um, my mom know that she thought I should start back doing visual podcasts for a page of my diary because it started out visual with spring and then I kind of liked the audio better, but I'm going to give you a visual podcast. I'm going to start giving y'all visual podcasts because misunderstood is visual and I like that. Cause you can see the expression and everything. If you have YouTube or, or you know, I'll be posting on Facebook and Instagram. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of just kind of an update. I haven't posted in over a month, so I just wanted to give y'all an update. I'm doing good. Um, as you can see by the title, um, we'll be talking a little bit a little bit about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is Sunday right now, so Thanksgiving is this Thursday and. I'm, I'm doing a little, a very little small Thanksgiving gathering with my oldest brother. We actually had to cancel our big Thanksgiving dinner because of COVID. Um, I, it's just, we all figured, you know, we all thought, um, and my brother Malik made the executive decision to, you know, not bring us all together into social distance. And I think that that was the best thing that, the best decision that we could have made because the cases are going up. Um, I know in North Carolina, I was watching the news and I think we were at like 382,000 cases of COVID and it's just scary. So I, so me and Michael, it's just going to be me and my son, him and his small family and that's it. And um, so I'm, you know, I'm going to cook my few little things and all that and it's going to be a great time. But in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I want to talk about something that's more important than just celebrating Thanksgiving and eating food and giving with family. Um, and I think that 
it should be more awareness uh, about um, the fact that the history that we've always gotten about Thanksgiving from like very little up until now. I'm really tired of the schools teaching our kids false information about, um, you know, the history of Thanksgiving and how the pilgrims and they call them the Indians instead of Native, Native Americans or indigenous Americans, how they came together and had a meal together to celebrate and um, the Indians welcome, yeah, the Native Americans welcome the pilgrims and all that. No, the facts are that they, yes, they may have had meals together. Um, you know, historically, the Native Americans had to, in some way, teach the the um, the pilgrims who came um, uh, how to survive in a way. But for a lot of Native Americans and indigenous um, people, this is a day of mourning. And I learned this last year um, at my job. We have a we have a um, a whole project that is that is focused on health equity for for Native Americans, which I think is wonderful. And so a lady that I work with, she is Native American. And, she, and when we were going around talking about, you know, Thanksgiving last year at work, she was like, you know, this is not like a, a great day for me. This is a day of mourning. And she expressed how every year um, she participates in some sort of march or memorial um, to mourn the genocide and, you know, how the genocide that happened to the Native Americans, how they were basically, uh, their land was stolen from them and just all of the tragedies, how their history has been erased and they mourn that. And, you know, they're, 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 they're grat grateful to have survived, but they mourn that. And I was like, wow, um, it really made me think, um, like, wow, we really always just, we we don't think about that. We really don't think about the true history of it. And there's an article that I read. You should read it. It's um, nationalday.com. And it's talking about, um, it gives you a lot of information on the National Day of Mourning. And this year for 2020, it's going to be on November 26th. They do it every, every Thursday that Thanksgiving, every Thursday that we celebrate Thanksgiving, they celebrate um, a national day of mourning. So this year it'll be November 26th. And if you go on the website, I thought it was so interesting because I was re I was watching, I was reading up on it a little bit and I watched some really good YouTube videos, but this article really breaks down um, um, the history of like Plymouth Rock and um, uh, how they say, uh, you know, Malcolm X say, we ain't landing on Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Rock landed on us. And one of the uh, authors quoted that too and he was like Malcolm X was so right about that um and it's not it's not something to be celebrated it's something to is to mourn and so they come together every year in um, Plymouth Massachusetts to commemorate a national day of mourning on Thanksgiving day and so um I just I just thought it was I just thought I would just put that out there just so anyone who is not educated on you know the indigenous um, people who were here before us, the natives who were here before us. And um, Trevor Noah made a good point because I'm still trying to make sure I, I use the right title. So you're hearing me say Native Americans or indigenous um, peoples because I'm still, one. I, I want to be correct because Trevor Noah made a good point. Like saying Native American basically is saying American American. Um, so yeah. 
it's a little weird and i'm still learning too um i'm learning um as a as a black woman i always um try to bring awareness about the things that you know black people go through and women go through but i still am always mindful of other minority groups that have struggles and i want to be sensitive to that and honor them so in this year take the time to read an article um, and it talks about things that we can do. It talks about things that we can do on here. And I love that. It says that ways, um, how to observe National Day of Mourning. Brush up on your history. Learn more about the United American Indians um, of New England. And they are responsible for helping. I think they were the founders of, of the National Day of Mourning. And then attend a protest. So, um definitely if you're in in massachusetts um that's you can you know march with them but i know here in north carolina we have a lot of native american um um tribes in in north carolina alone and um i'm going to definitely um get some resources from my coworker and figure out you know what she's doing and and figure out a way i can either um attend a virtual i know we're doing a lot of things virtual COVID. And I'm probably going to watch something, a historical, um, I'm going to have me and my son watch like something more historical on the National Day of Mourning instead of um, something that's just so related to Thanksgiving in the way that we do it in America. So that LJ can start understanding, um, so that he can start understanding and then some more things was a uh, vocabulary lesson. And that is something that I am going to like really, really um, take more seriously is like making sure I'm giving the right titles and saying things right. So yeah, I just wanted to like say that, and this is not me trying to like um, downplay getting together with family and coming together to be thankful for family and being able to share a meal together. I think that's beautiful, but being mindful of like the true history, the real factual history of why we even take time to celebrate Thanksgiving, like the real factual history. And I'm also uh, mindful of this is not just a national day of mourning for the the indigenous peoples, peoples, even though that is historically what they are mourning. But I also I'm mindful that there are people who can't get together with their families because their loved ones have passed away and things like that. And also this year, it, it's really hitting home. Um, like I just said, I'm not having a big Thanksgiving this year with my family and all of my siblings, which we usually do that every year. And I look forward to getting getting up with my siblings and my mom and my dad and cutting up and all that. And we just can't, we cannot do that because we are in the midst of a global pandemic and people are losing their lives. And there are a lot of people who are going to be mourning the loss of a loved one because they have um, passed away from uh, COVID. And so I'm keeping them in my prayers too, or just people who have lost family members or this day is just not a day of celebration and, and, and happy and have happy memories. And so I'm mindful of that too. And so I just wanted to share that, um, you know, this is Thanksgiving is a national day of mourning. I'm, I'm going to always move forward um, talking about how Thanksgiving is the national day of mourning. And I'm, and I'm going to share stuff on my social media platforms so people can be more educated. Um, and also because um, 
I, like I said, I'm just trying new things with the podcast. So not that I want to mirror the Misunderstood podcast because I think it's unique and Genesis has done a lot of more of the creativity part and like she picks the topics and the flow of Misunderstood and it's different from my podcast, but um, I would like to talk about more than one topic unless the topic just is enough to fill the whole podcast. But I would like to talk about more than one topic when I post my podcast now because I'm not going to be posting this often. I'm, I may pump post monthly podcasts, bi-weekly or monthly. I'm not sure. But I'm not going to be posting as many podcasts. So, you know, spe speaking of cultural things and stuff, I have to talk about the best moment, the best moment for the culture that I had um, last week was the Gucci Man versus Jeezy versus Battle. Y'all, when I tell you, I did not know how much my soul needed the Gucci Man versus Jeezy versus Battle. Like that, that versus Battle brought back so much nostalgia for me. And it really reminded me of how much of, the, of their music that I listened to and consumed in like my 20s. And oh, when I was like first in college going out with my homegirls and just even the, like the type of guys I like, like I, I love the hood dudes. Like that's that's who I used to go for. So it really, really was like I loved it. And this is this is my opinion because I went into it biased towards uh, Gucci. Like, I love Gucci Man. That's Gucci Man LaFleur, uh, Guwap. Like, I love him. I've always had a crush on Gucci. I just thought that Gucci just had so much swag and all that. I loved his music. Um, so, I was like, yeah. I'm like, Gucci Man got the hits. He gonna come with the hits. He, he giving the hits. I, yes, Jeezy got some good music, but Gucci Man, he gonna come with the hits. Um, so I went into it being biased towards Gucci, um, <laughs> but I was not expecting the level of entertainment and pettiness that Gucci Man was going to get. Like Gucci Man did not come to perform his hits. <laughs> he did not come to perform his hits like that. He came to basically disrespect Jeezy and that was it. That's it. That's all. And I was still here for it. Like, I was like, well, you know, considering the beef and uh, I got some clarity on, like, what they was beefing about. And basically, um, you know, allegedly Jeezy tried to get Gucci Man killed back in the day or or get his chain snatched. So, um, and the person that, that was sent to do it, you know, he ended up losing his life trying to take Gucci man's life and so they've been beefing ever since and I'm not gonna lie I'm 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 the person who is always trying to take the high road always trying to I'm I will easily forgive and I'm always trying to take the high road but if you come from like my life and my family too I probably will never forgive you like it's not going it's and I'm never going to forget it either and so taking all that into consideration I really do understand Gucci's uh whole attitude about everything like i ain't forget what you tried to do like this is not a kumbaya moment we not we not doing no kumbaya this is not what i'm here for so 
I was here for it. I was just kind of sad that um, because of that, he was just dropping diss records against Jeezy. Like, he didn't care nothing about um, giving me what I needed. Even though he did play, he did play some of his hits, but he did not, you know, play everything I wanted him to play, which was cool. Um, and then Jeezy, um, I saw this really funny meme, and it said, Jeezy definitely won musically. And they was like, Gucci won something. I don't, I can't say what he won, but he won something. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel. Jeezy definitely played, he reminded me, Gucci, I mean, Jeezy reminded me of, uh, while he was, is not my favorite, um, I don't prefer him over uh, Gucci. I did listen to a lot of Jeezy too. Jeezy had the club bangers. Me and my homegirls, we loved it. We used to turn up to it. And um, I, I was, I got so much nostalgia from just um, listening to all Jeezy's hits. And I was like, yeah, Jeezy, Jeezy, Jeezy had the hits. Um, and I really forgot that. And I mean, he had his own hits and he didn't even really touch his features. Like, um, he didn't really get into his features. And he, and back in, I, when, when were they like really, really popping? Um... I would give both of them, uh, Gucci is still putting out music though. Um, but I would say maybe two, 20, 2005 to 2010, a Jeezy feature or a Jeezy track was, was, was top tier. And so I just wanted to just for the culture, just really give y'all my analysis and just my breakdown on the versus battle. I thought it was really really dope. I thought this was probably, other than Brandy and Monica and Snoop Dogg and DMX, this was my favorite versus battle. This was in my top three. Like, I loved it. And versus, I, I'm so excited about what y'all doing. Keep doing it. Keep keep giving us what we need for the culture. It's, it's really, um, being in a, in the midst of a pandemic, um, I'm, I basically be quarantined. I, I, I do things here and there, but I'm not going to the club. I'm not, uh, going, I don't go to the club anyway. Well, I'm talking about I don't go to the club, but I used to, I used to really like to go to the bar and out to eat. And I have, that has been very limited. I'd be in the house. And so having a versus battle and all that, it just, it, it really makes my day and do something for myself. So I was here for the, for the Gucci and the, um, in the Jeezy versus battle and I'm just excited about it. And last, before I get out of here, because y'all know how I feel about women in hip hop. Y'all know how I feel about women, period. But I love women in hip hop. I am so excited that I am living in a time where women are, are like really as equal in hip hop as men. Like women are, are, are dominating now. And you, you have, it's such a variety now. And I love it. And I support, I support all of them. Like I love all of the women that are out and current. And so Megan Thee Stallion, my girl Meg, she dropped her debut album, Good News. And y'all already know, well, let me not say. So I was tired the night, that Thursday night, because I know it dropped at midnight. I was tired from turning up from the versus battle. So I actually fell asleep. I did not get to see the premiere, which I was sad about. But I promise y'all, as soon as these two eyes popped open the next morning, like, six o'clock in the morning probably yeah about six o'clock in the morning good news is playing like i watched the body video the body video y'all
the body video I, I it, it was the looks and the visuals for me like i like the song i think the song is is a bop and i think it's gonna do well on tiktok and it's just the i like i like it it's uplifting but i do not like the the hook i don't like the I, I it's probably gonna grow on me but i, I like the song overall you know she always coming with the bars but so I love the video. I love that she had uh, all of the beautiful black women in the video. She had Jordan Woods and Black China and um, Asian Doll, um, Malibu Mitch. Like she, she had the girls in the video. I loved it. I love Megan's body is sickening. Okay, like Megan's body is really goes, but. I guess it can't be goes for me like that because I'm short. <laughs> but her, I love her body. Um, so the body video and her, so she dropped. So that's the next single is body. So I like that. Um, I, I like her album. Like I did not know what to expect because with everything that she's going through this year, like she's had, she's having a great year, but that drama with Tory Lanez, I don't know like how... Like, I'm, I'm just not sure. So I was like, it, should she have dropped her album now? But the album was good. Um, I'm not going to overhype Meg and be like, I won't skip a track. It wasn't that good. I'm not going to say it's a classic album. But I think for her first, for her debut album, I've, I've been listening to it all day. I, I listened to it Friday. But Friday was also the day that Nicki Minaj was celebrating the 10th anniversary of Pink Friday. And... I was bumping that most of the day and I listened to it yesterday but today I really I really was listening to good news and so I definitely love her her first track let me first of all let me put her track list up I have the track list pulled up and um I listened to it fu fully through and so this is this is my opinion on each song so I love Shots Fired I never listened to really none of Tory Lane's stuff so I can't even compare it to anything he put out I know he was he people say his stuff was good and they you know he came at her on his stuff I did not listen to none of it other than like a, a video that he put out I think it was called um the most high that was it other than that I I, I can't even compare it to it but she she definitely came for him and Kelsey on Shots Fired to the Biggie beat. And I was like, to the Biggie who shot you. And I was like, okay, girl, you know, talk your shit. You know, I was here for it. Um, I like circles. Y'all, she sampled um, Jasmine Sullivan. Circles, circles, round and round. She, I like circles. I like circles. Um, Cry baby, with the baby. I don't that her and the baby are work boyfriend and work girl. I mean work husband and work wife. Like the baby is her work husband at this point. Um, and you know what? They never disappoint because I I love cash shit. I like nasty, which was on the baby's last album. And Cry baby, I was like, okay, now y'all are maybe dragging this, but after listening to Cry baby, I was like. I like it. Like, I, I like it. Um, do it on a tip with the City Girls. I was not expecting her to have the City Girls on her album. I don't know why. I know 
that um, all of the women are working with each other, which is wonderful. But I just, I don't know. I didn't expect to get a City Girl and Megan Thee Stallion song together. I don't know why. But I love it. I like Do It On The Tip. And I want them to do a video. Um, all of the, I, and I'm going to tell y'all which ones I want her to do a video for. She need, but she definitely needs to do a video for Do It On The Tip. I, I think they, if they gave us a really good visual, that, that they would do something for the culture. Um, Sugar Baby, okay. Um, movie, which was featuring Lil Dirt, I like that. I like, I like them on the track together. I at first I was like, I don't know, but I like that. Freaky Girls featuring SZA, I like, I love it. Like that, that needs a video too. That probably should be either Freaky Girls or Do It on the Tip. Should should be like another single that that has a, a video or something with it um of course body what's new i really like what's new and what's new kind of grew on me from friday to today like at first i was like oh no but now that i just been like what's no, and the, 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 so whoa! I like I I really like the hook. I don't think Megan makes really great hooks. Like she need, I know she takes pride in writing her music. Like and that's that's like Megan can rap rap. So we know you write your music. We know you are writing your verses. But for her hooks, I really 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 want her to get some more writers to help her develop better hooks and transitions for her songs. But this hook was good. Like, I like the hook. It was catchy. Um, I like Work That. And Work That was a sample from Juvenile. Um, I like it when you work that. Don't work that. like a road. Yo, I like that. Intercourse was featuring, uh, I want to say his name is Pop Popcon, or I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, it was very much reggaeton and all of the stuff I like. I love to hear that music. When, like when I got me a little drink and you out at the bar or it really reminded me of something that they would have played. Like when I went to, I went to a club in Jamaica when I visited Jamaica and it was just, it's a whole vibe. It's a whole move. I love it. Um, Go Crazy is another one of my like favorite songs. I think that honestly, and I don't know if this is good or bad for Meg, like, all of her songs with features, all of her songs with other artists on it are some of my favorites, which is, which I don't know if that's good for her or not. I mean, not saying that her, her, her solo stuff don't be good, but it's just like all of the stuff that I really like mostly other than circles, which is only her, um, all the stuff that I really like have, have feature artists. And I guess they just elevate the song and they bring something to the song. So, Go Crazy featuring Big Sean and 2 Chainz. I love it. And Big Sean ate his verse. Big Sean gave us what we needed. He came and did what needed to be done. He always, always, always delivers. So, I like that. Don't Rock Me to Sleep. Okay, so you got Meg and her pop bag. Uh, It was way more sing-songy. And um, it was okay. I don't know how I felt. I, it was okay. Um, outside as well, 
it was okay. And then she has Savage Remix, which you know that was her. That went number one. I still love Savage. Like I still get hyped when that song come on. And then she had Girls in the Hood, which I love. Girls in the Hood. The funniest thing about Girls in the Hood is like my son be knowing Girls in the Hood. Like he, I, I always my. He, it's so funny because. He'd be like, Mama, are you mad or are you mad mad? Because he he loved that part with Meg be like, uh, they mad mad. They wanna hurt me. I'd be like, oh, okay, LJ. But like I like Girls in the Hood. And Don't Stop, which was her first single for the album with Young Thug. I like Don't Stop. I I'm not gonna say I liked it right off, but I love the video. I like the visuals. And now the song has grown on me. So I'm happy for Megan Thee Stallion. I really think that she had a good album. It was it's not iconic like Pink Friday or Invasion of Privacy. I'm I'm not a big Cardi B fan, but Invasion of Privacy is a a really good album. I, I have to give Cardi B that. I think every song on there is great. She has good producers. They really, really, really Cardi B has a great team behind her. And she makes good songs. Even though she is not the most talented, she makes good songs. And Invasion of Privacy, not as iconic as Pink Friday um, or Queen or any anything that uh, Nicki put out. But it's 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 a uh, it's a high level album. I'm not gonna say this is as good as those albums, but this is good for Meg. And hopefully, as she keeps putting out more and more albums, she just keeps um, doing better. Like, she keeps uh, outdoing herself. And I like it. You know, after I get off of here, after I get off of this, I'm going to listen to um, Good News and Pink Friday while I clean up the house before I go to bed. So, that's my thoughts on that. I will be posting more. So, just stay tuned to bi-weekly or monthly podcasts. We'll... we'll We'll play it by ear. Go out to me on all platforms. I'm Latanya Yarbrough on Facebook at a page of my diary on Instagram. And um, the podcast is streaming on all streaming platforms. And please go subscribe to me and Genesis is Misunderstood Podcast. We are on all streaming platforms and we have a Facebook page, Misunderstood. Instagram is at Misunderstood underscore, underscore podcast. Thank you all for supporting and listening and I'll see you next time. Bye.